Good afternoon, everybody. It is Thursday, September 12th. My name is Jesse S. Porst, and I'd like to thank you all for tuning in today to episode three of Love, Loss, and Redemption. I've been blown away with all the love and support that uh, you guys have all shown here in the last three weeks. Uh, You know, I started doing this. This just came to me one day when actually I was having a really bad day. I was sitting in my room and I was doing the woes me and asking like we all do a lot of the times why and then like I said just having a bad day and I'm kind of old school I'm, I'm going to be honest I've never even uh, listened to a, a podcast before uh, so where this idea came from is it was just uh, it's still kind of is funny to me today and I said hey I'm just going to wake up and do a podcast and if I get listeners great if not oh well and uh, it's going to help me. It's going to maybe be part of my healing process. And it has been. And that I've been able to draw in as many listeners as I've uh, been able to get uh, in the three weeks. is just, uh, it, it's just, it, it's meant the world to me. It really, really has. And I, I just, I can't tell you how much uh, I appreciate all of you for, for your time, uh, for your support, for your comments. Uh, they really, really mean a lot. And, uh, that's something that uh, I look forward to and I get excited about every week now. I get excited uh, every Thursday to come out and uh, spend the 15, 20 minutes of my day with you and, uh, and try and give some advice and, and uh, try to help any way I can. So, uh, so again, thank you all very, very much. Uh, we're going to go over uh, a few of the uh, stages of grief today. Uh, there's generally generally five to six of them, and depending on time, uh, we're going to discuss a few of them today. Um, with the recent loss of, uh, of our second son, Cody, just a little over two months ago, uh, July 4th to be exact, you know, I find myself still growing, going through and, and reliving all these uh, different stages of, of grief myself right now. You know, I thought that when Cody passed, I would kind of just start where I'd finished with, with Jesse, you know, where, where I was at that particular time on, on July 4th, that, Hey, you know what? I've, I've kind of dealt with, with a few of these. So this is where I'm going to start now that Cody's passed. And that's, uh, I couldn't have been any more wrong. I basically started, uh, started back at square one. And, uh, and for me, uh, denial, uh, denial was the one that, uh, that hit me first with both of them, uh, with both losses. And, uh, and it's been very difficult. It's something that I still am struggling with, you know, today. Today, as, as I'm speaking to you right now, uh, you know, it's, I, had, I had a really rough day yesterday with, with denial. Um, you know, the loss of a child is not time. It's, it's not a timely death. It occurs in an order that's, that's just not supposed to happen. Denial tends to sneak up on me you know, during different times, uh, but I've noticed uh, that three of the most, three of the times that they, it tends to get me the most is when I walk by their rooms, you know, I was, I was the dad that usually peeked my head in and, and asked if they were doing their homework, how their day was. I'd, uh, I'd ask them if they were ready yet and we had to get going. 
And to walk by those rooms and not see them in there anymore, not hear them in there laughing or goofing around, uh, you know, it, it still always gets me. It still always, I find it just, it just drives that nail home, that realization that uh, they're, they're, they're no longer here with us on earth. You know, they're, they're not here anymore. Or that I'll go and visit at the cemetery. Um, I'll arrive at the burial site and think that this is just, it's not true. This is just all a terrible nightmare. Or how could a loving God take two such young and amazing boys? I'll lay my chair down or, or my, my, t- my blanket and I'll close my eyes. And I find myself sometimes hoping that I'll open them and, you know, we'll be at a ball game. We'll be at the movies together, watching a movie. We'll be on vacation. We'll be anywhere but sitting here at this cemetery. Yeah, denial is a tough one for sure. And it's something that we're all going to go through, whether it be the loss of a child, a good friend, a spouse. It is something that... uh, that you can get through, but it's, it's for me, it's taken time. And uh, like we discussed last week, that's that's okay. We're all going to grieve at our, uh, you know, at our own pace. Another one of the uh, stages that uh, I, I went through, and it, and it was actually a very helpful stage for me, was acceptance. And uh, I kind of feel that the those two denial and acceptance kind of go hand in hand at least for me I remember that after I was able to accept the fact that uh, that Jesse was was no longer with us here on earth that he was uh, gonna forever be with me in my heart I was always gonna have the wonderful memories that I have and all the good that I do from here on 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 forth is gonna be because of him And now is also going to be because of Cody. You know, back to the denial. In fact, it just came to me. I remember being told that while I was fading in and out of consciousness in the ICU, that I would continually ask where Jesse was and how he was doing. Even though I'd already been told multiple times that we were sorry, Jesse, your, your boy didn't make it. Our, our sorry babe our boy didn't make it the injuries were just too severe another denial and I've learned that through acceptance the denial has finally kind of started to to finally fade away I can do certain things I can drive by a ball field every now and then and, and have it not hurt as much not have that feeling of like, oh, I can't believe he's not out there playing, or oh, I can't believe I'm not out there coaching him right now. So it's definitely very tough. Uh, these two are very dif- difficult and have been very difficult for me uh, to get through. And I'm going with it through Cody now, but I know now that I will eventually come to grips with it. I'm going to go through it, I'm going to accept it, and I'm going to go through it and deal with it. And I'm going to do so on my time. And at my pace. And you will too. If you're struggling with that today. You too will get through it. But do me a favor and just please. Remember to ask for help. It's not impossible. To get through this on your own. 
but it sure makes it a lot easier. And I can tell you from experience, uh, up until the death of, of our, our two boys, I had never seen a therapist or I never seen a psychiatrist before. And to be honest with you, I was against going uh, when all this happened. Who's, who's, what therapist is going to tell me how I should feel? A therapist that has never lost a child, a therapist that doesn't even have kids. How are they going to help me? And the answer is because they're professionals. They've heard stories like this before. They've studied for this their whole lives. You know, just going the first time and hearing someone tell me that I wasn't alone. Going the first time and just having someone listen and not say, I'm so sorry for your loss or this, that, and the other. They just listened and let me talk and get it off my chest was, was so helpful. So I ask you here today, please, if you're going through this, please go out and get professional help. Go out and get it in a safe environment who someone can give you sound advice. Call your friends, talk to your spouse, your loved ones, and just know that you're, you're loved and you're cared for. And there's people out there that are willing to listen and willing to help you. For me, another terrible stage was grief. Or, I'm sorry, it's, during grief was anger. I, I noticed that for me, anger came, it came after a lot of the sadness and, and after a lot of the denial. You know, if I sat here and mentioned all the people that I was mad with after the loss of my boys, I'd be here forever. With Jesse, I was mad at, and, and I still am angry at the two men responsible for, for running that red light and chasing each other at such unsafe speeds. This whole terrible tragedy could have been and should have been handled so much differently. The two men who hit us had been in a minor car accident a few miles away from where Jesse and I were waiting at the red light. But instead of pulling over and exchanging insurances and phone numbers, one of them decided to leave the scene and the other unfortunately took off after him. Seconds later, my son would be killed and my life, my family's lives would be changed forever. I was angry. I was mad at myself. I was, I was mad at my wife, the doctors. I was mad at God. How could they let this happen? How could the doctors have not done something to save my boy? Why couldn't have I done something? How come I couldn't have gotten out of the way? You know what I found though? Is that all this anger was only impeding the process of me accepting the facts and trying to find comfort and peace. And that it also added to my depression. Because this was not who I was or who I am. I'm not an angry person. I don't walk around with a chip on my shoulder. Never have. I was always a happy-go-lucky guy. In fact, someone even said I was kind of a goofball. I loved my life. I loved my family and my friends. There's no other way to put it but that this sucked. And, and how did God let this happen? How could a loving God take two of my most precious gifts? And you want, want to know the answer? Me too. I'm still asking why sometimes. Not as often though. Because again, acceptance has started to come through for me and it's, and it's played a huge role. I found that being angry and asking why me 
Why my boys? It was and is a typical and normal way to feel, but just not very productive. You end up wasting all that time and energy on something that you are you're never gonna get gonna get the answers to. And you please don't for a second think right now that I'm telling you not to be angry. I remember early on going to see my therapist and him saying, you know, if you came in here, buddy, and you told me that you had moved on and that you weren't angry and that you weren't sad and that you weren't grieving, I'd know you had a problem then. I'd know that what you were saying is probably not true, that you're trying to put a front up. So just be yourself. Go in there and be honest. And, and I promise you that uh, there will be a light at the end of the tunnel. Remember from last week, grief is a process. It's going to take time and it's going to be very difficult. Expect to be mad. Expect to be sad. It's just part of the, part of the process. I'm going to share something with you uh, that some of you may not know. And that's that uh, the two men who struck our car killing, killing my son, they're still walking around free. Haven't spent a day in jail, not one. March 7th, 2017, and still, still walking around enjoying the holidays with their family and friends. All this time free, spending it with their loved ones. While in those two and a half years, I've just finished burying my second child. So I ask, who's, ha- who's had the better last two years? I would almost bet that it wasn't me. It was two men that had done the unthinkable, who have taken my boys. True, maybe their time will come. True, they might go to jail. But you know what? It's out of my hands. Sure, I wish I had the opportunity to go up and say, you know what? You deserve this amount of time. And you know what? Would that change anything? Would that bring my boys back? Would it make the accident that happened on March 7th not happen? Unfortunately, it wouldn't. And it would just all be energy and time wasted on something negative. I've decided that I'm going to spend all my time and energy here. Sharing my story, my grief with you, the listeners... And it makes me feel, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel productive. It's made me find a purpose. It's something that I look forward to every Thursday. I'm going to dwell, not dwell, but I'm going to remember that, you know, God left me here for a reason. I very easily could have lost my life as well on that night. But instead I'm here. I still have a beautiful family and amazing friends. I'm here today sharing my story, my pain, my grief with you. But you know what? I'm also sharing in my progress and my healing. Life is very short. Please try and not waste it on things that are out of our control. And please don't stay angry for long, especially with the loved one or a friend. I often like to think that right before those two cars struck Jesse and I, that we were laughing, that we were having a good time, that we were talking about the home run he just hit in his high school baseball game, or how we were going to go home and sing happy birthday to Cody in a way that would make him laugh 
or maybe even embarrass him, turn all the attention on him. He wasn't much of an attention seeker, so that's probably what we would have done. Yes, I just said, sing happy birthday. Unfortunately, March 7th was also Cody Boy's birthday. Talk about bad timing, right? Not that there would have ever been a good time. But it was very difficult on March 7th to celebrate, to be happy, to sing happy birthday. Who wants to sing happy birthday on a day when something so tragically happened? But you know what? As a family, we pulled together and we made the best of it. And Cody did enjoy another couple birthdays. And we did sing happy birthday. With Cody Boy, it was different. I know for sure what I was doing when he passed away. And that was I was kneeling at his bedside along with Julie. And we were holding his hands. And we were telling him how much we loved him. How much we loved being his mom and dad. And then to give J-Dog a great big hug when he saw him up in heaven. So no regrets. My boys left, left this world. And I can sit here and look at myself and say I had no regrets. There's nothing I wished I would have done differently. I loved them with all my heart. I didn't have a grudge. We weren't angry at one another. And I ask that of you. Have no regrets. Whatever's going on right now can be fixed. It can be forgiven. If it's with a good friend. If it's with a parent. It doesn't matter. Don't let it linger. Because you may not have another chance. One of the last things I want to talk about today is bargaining. And I know that's something that we probably have all done at one point or another. We've gone to prayer. We've asked God for his help. We've told him how we're going to do whatever it takes. Go to church on a regular basis every Sunday. Never miss. Pray every night. Do something positive in the community. Do anything to bring our boys back, our loved ones back, and not let them go. Unfortunately, that's not how things work out, though. You can bargain until you're, you're blue in the face. It's very difficult, and it's something that you will most likely do. Again, for me, I found, though, that once I stopped doing that, once I went and got professional help, and I, and I discussed this with someone, and they told me that, hey, you know what? It's normal. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to make you feel better. Again, acceptance. That's very, very important. And and it's something that will eventually come. You know, I'm running out of time right now. Um, But I want you all to know that if you have any questions or or ways you feel that uh, you might be able to improve the show, to please send me an email. Uh, I've created an email at je10productions at yahoo.com. And uh, if you have any advice or you have questions that you would like answered on uh, on next week's uh, show, please leave them there again at je10production. In the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be adding something to the show. Uh, I ask that you please send me a loved one's name who has passed away and a brief story on who they were and what they meant to you. And each episode I will choose two to three 
and I will share that special somebody. They are always with us. They will always be talked about. They will always be loved. And they will always be cared for. And as long as I'm here, I will always do my best to try and, and share their stories and what they meant to you. That they will never be forgotten. If you're listening to me on Spotify, you can please follow. Uh, there are a few other platforms uh, that will be coming out eventually. I know one is Breakers, and I forget what the other two are. Uh, I just found out, but we've got enough listeners now uh, to where uh, it's going to be branching out and be on a, a few more platforms. I'll have those available uh, next week. So there's a lot to look forward to in the, in the coming weeks. Uh, and just remember, you'll never know the value of a moment, guys, until it's a memory. Today might be a bad day. It might have been a bad week. But there's a lot of good still to come. There's still a lot to look forward to. There's still a lot that you can do. There's changes that you can make. There's people's lives that you can touch. So thank you for your time. I hope everybody has a a great rest of the week and a wonderful weekend. And uh, I will talk to you all again on Thursday. And remember, if you've got any uh, questions or, or concerns, please visit me at JE10 Productions. This is Jesse S. Porst. Thank you for listening and have a great day.